This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. That one you're dedicated to all the bicycle riders in. Bicycle rider, bicycle rider. Bike rider, my other bike rider. Bike rider, my other bike rider. Trust me, riding a bike is better. Bike rider, my other bike rider. And good morning and welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle User Group radio show for Monday the 9th of November 2015 and um, this is Yarra Bicycle User Group radio, we're broadcasting from 3CR 8.55am Community Radio in Melbourne and this is a program about cycling and related transport issues and uh, thank you to Democracy Now for the last hour of current affairs and my name's Chris. On today we've got uh, interviews that Steve did yesterday at uh, up at the Yarra Bully from the Stop the Tax protest ride and these were a couple of interviews that he picked up while he was up there with George Michelandes, I hope I pronounced your name right uh, there George, Aidan McGann from Vic Roads, Senior Sergeant Mark Standish from the Victoria Police and several local riders on the day. I believe yesterday afternoon, the last time I heard this was, apparently George was going to be on the uh, breakfast uh, program this morning on 3CR as well so if you've uh, already heard the issue, well, we've got some um, on the on the day interviews. It's actually an issue that really needs to be made a lot more awareness about, and the actual well, people throwing down tax there up the Yarra Boulevard. It's been going on for almost two years, and it's as one person said during one of the interviews that Steve picked up. It's actually quite weird, and it's one of those things of trying to frighten people off using, you know, publicly available space. It's really um, quite a perverse thing to do. So, yeah, really, these tacks have been continued to be thrown down on Q Boulevard or Yarra Bully or whatever terminology you want to call it for almost 22 months. On the 29th of September, a cyclist experienced a very serious fall after falling from a front wheel puncher. Yeah, and the gentleman concerned, I think, is about 82 years old and had a brain hemorrhage. So, the according to the stuff on the on the, on the uh, Facebook uh, event, the perpetrator is acting with ridiculous ridi- uh, re- regularity and impunity, almost laughing in the face of the authorities. Difficult decisions must be taken. The perpetrator must be caught. Now, yesterday, they had about 400 people ride and the perverse thing was from yesterday is that uh, there was a sweep done of the area beforehand um, I think it was Vic Roads or Burundara Council do a sweep of the area but there was about 40 people got punches so obviously the perpetrators of this very bizarre um, attack on you know use of a public space uh, came around later on Sunday morning and relayed down these kind of like upholstery tacks so if you listen to the interviews I've got lined up here, um, there's things you can do, there's things you can observe, and invariably this person or persons have been doing this for so long, invariably they're going to slip up. Someone somewhere knows something about this. You can't do this to such a large area of uh, road and you know in the middle of Melbourne. I know it's you know, surrounded by bushlands, but there is some point when uh, this person's so-called luck is going to run out. Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break and then we'll get into the interview with a couple of people on the day. 
Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe, the number is 94198377. You've been listening to the sand. You could never understand. Feel the fortune flowing. You know it isn't stuck. But most importantly, my biggest thanks again goes to you. All of you that have given up your time on this magnificent day, I'm sure that you'd rather be out riding your bike than having to listen to me again. I'm sick of listening to me. Amongst you today is a broad spectrum of the community, of course. There are the seasoned cyclists that use this road as a training ground. There are the commuters of Melbourne who have seen the posters on this road and in the bike cages and the change rooms at offices across Melbourne. I see families and children, there are local residents here who, like us, are simply sick and tired of the tax. And while we all are here because we have a personal concern, let us not forget we are also here for Michael Waterfield. On May the 3rd we made a promise. We made a vow that we would not be moved from this road. Today and in the six months since, you have demonstrated that conviction. As I look out across this crowd, I see faces of steely determination, honouring the promises we made to continue using this road. And we will. We are still here. Thank you. Uh, right now I'd like to pass on to Aidan again from Vic Roads. Thanks George and thanks everyone for coming along. I really appreciate George's strong advocacy and it's really important that we gather here again today to draw attention to this scourge. And uh, we just, uh, we put a huge amount of effort in in conjunction with Burundara, Victoria Police Burundara, uh, with the city of Burundara, uh, and Parks Victoria. And we're gonna keep going and continue with uh, sweeping this road. We've been sweeping it on a daily basis in times past. At the moment we're doing reactive sweeping, including this morning, but clearly that's not doing enough. And uh, it's as frustrating for us as it is for you, um, but we're determined, as George says, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep on uh, addressing this because um, you've got a valid, uh, it's valid for you to use this road. It's an absolute, it's part of the, the asset of the state of Victoria and it's yours. It's also the neighbors. And it's also the people who drive through here. And we're asking everyone to share the road safely, look out for each other. I ask drivers to look out for cyclists who are naturally trying to avoid the, um, getting attack attack in the, the verge of the, this road. I ask the cyclists to, do, to look out for um, vehicles that are uh, perhaps not aware of that. And I ask for us to continue to respect the neighbours here. And, and I've really been pleased the way we've manage that today. So we're not giving up. We're looking to uh, encourage people who have had attack attack to call Vic Roads on 13 11 70. Let us know where, where that attack impact has been. 
Um, we're putting in place an updated website to provide uh, a place for you to record where that's been and uh, we'll update the signs on the boulevard here and on the Facebook page and others to allow you to record where those tacks are. That's useful to ourselves but it's also useful to the Victoria Police. Um, so perhaps on that I'll just hand back to George and thank you very much for your um, attention today. A couple of short announcements. Um, Mark Standish and Stephen Frost from Burundara Police are here with us today. And can you uh, put your hand up? Mark, I've lost track of where you are. You're right at the back. Uh, if anybody has any questions or queries uh, or concerns or anything they want to raise with, uh, with Mark or with Stephen, please uh, make yourself known to them. Uh, we're particularly keen, obviously, to try and find out if anybody sees or hears of suspicious behaviour and so they can report it accordingly. The other thing I'd like to announce is that uh, Helen O'Hagan, who operates a cafe called Nourish Me, uh, which is down at 131 Burnley Street, uh, Richmond. So if you just get after the ride today, if you just go across the bridge, that's Burnley Street, as you go straight through, she's offering 50% off a coffee for anybody participating in today's ride. All right, thank you. I just want to finish uh, one more, one more comment. Uh, when we ran the petition back in uh, in May, and we had 2,000 people sign it, they were also provided the opportunity to comment uh, when they when they voted with uh, on the petition. And uh, th this is one of one of the many comments along uh, that were along similar lines. It was from uh, Laura Lauren Seaman, uh, and she said here, my husband father, brothers are all cyclists and I want them to come home safely. Michael Waterfield did not come home safely and that's why we're here today. Okay, let's saddle up. Hey George. Yes. Good to see you. Steve. Hi. Steve from Yarrabah Hi, Radio. Hi Steve, how are you? Pretty good. I, mi I missed the start of your, uh, your talk but yeah, we're here again on the boulevard. Yeah, unfortunately yes uh, and this time it's been triggered by uh, the serious accidents that occurred to an 82-year-old cyclist here who ended up in hospital with broken ribs and a brain hemorrhage. Yeah, that's not, not improving. No, no, it's not improving. It's, uh, it's ongoing. It's persistent. Uh, the tacker hasn't gone away and won't go away, obviously, till they're caught. Well, well, hopefully by raising some more awareness, we might just do that today. Well, we want, we want the awareness. We want the pressure applied and we want surveillance cameras uh, installed because in the end I think the only way that it's, uh, this is going to be brought to an end. Okay, thanks very much George. No worries, thank you. On Sunday the 15th of November, join in on Music from the Wetlands 2015, beginning with the Music March down Yarralea Street, Alfington at 11.45am. Make your way to the Wetlands at One View Street, Alfington for a smorgasbord of local and national musicians, great food and drinks and displays from more than a dozen community and environment groups. Activities for all, including circus skills, crafts and kids' own publishing. For more information, visit www.musicfromthewetlands.com.au or the 3CR Community Calendar. Music from the Wetlands is a 3CR supporter.
and you're listening to Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio and Community Radio 3CR 855 AM and digital. And I'm just going to go into the second part of the um, interview, uh, a range of interviews that Steve did yesterday on the Yarra Boulevard. Now, um, apologies for some of the audio quality, but yeah, it's, um, it's recorded outside and we're dealing with a bit of a booming PA system, but um, I think Steve did a pretty good job. So we're just going to go to the second part of these interviews, and this was to do with a protest ride on Yarra Boulevard or Q Boulevard um, about someone or some people unknown to us at the moment who have been laying down tax uh, on the roads up there and um, this has been going on for almost two years. Well down here on the boulevard today it's a magnificent morning to be out out and about but um, we're here for a bit more serious purpose than that. Mm. Yeah there's been a person uh, doing the malicious act of throwing tax on the Yarra Boulevard over the last uh, just over 18 months now, causing uh, plenty of disruption for uh, the cycling community and the community in general, really. Yeah, and, and, and it appears you are here in some official capacity, judging by your uniform. Yeah, yeah it's Mark Standish, one of the senior sergeants from uh, Burundara Police Station and I guess uh, representative of the Victoria Police Force in terms of a spokesperson for this particular issue. Yeah, and the police and council seem to be taking it seriously, but it is a very hard issue to uh, make some headway on. That's right. Uh, We've got great support from Vic Roads and the council in uh, looking into this issue in terms of addressing broadly. And, but for us, investigative-wise, it's proving a difficult challenge for us to, to apprehend the person or persons responsible. Uh, we have had a handful of leads over the journey, but so far um, we uh, haven't come up with the, uh, with the persons responsible, unfortunately. So we're really looking for the community support for anybody that may have information about this particular issue. And I'm sure there are people sitting out there today that would be able to uh, get in, in a position to contact Crime Stoppers and uh, give us the information that we need to perhaps um, get to the bottom of the uh, person or persons responsible for this malicious act. That's great. Thanks very much. Hi. What brings you to the boulevard today? Why we're here for for the protest ride, so to make sure that we stand up and say that people shouldn't throw tax down the road and cause injuries to our fellow cyclists. And I wonder whether the person who's responsible was actually here today somewhere, listening, perhaps. They're not going to be able to catch him currently, or her. So you, you think they, they could be, you know, they're hiding in the bushes or they're in, you know, plain oh, well, sight somewhere? People or? like that would normally like to hear themselves put up in lights, you know, and sitting there giggling to themselves and thinking, that's me and they can't catch me. Yeah. So I don't know. If they had the funding, then they could light the place up and put down security cameras and things. But uh, taxpayers shouldn't have to put the bill because some fellow person doesn't have a life. <laughs> Do you think? Well, I wonder whether they've uh, expl- they must have explored the possibility of putting temporary surveillance cameras. I mean, I don't know what the uh, outcome of that was, but, but there's been no feedback to us. You couldn't know because they could be in a vehicle and just throwing the tax out the windows, and you, you, could, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Mm. But there must be some shop somewhere that's selling a lot of tax. <laughs> To the same person. Well, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. But the uh, the tax are for going over a long distance of the road, of the boulevard. So, 
So someone must be uh, driving up and down and uh, dropping it out the window, which you would think that you would uh, you'd be able to pick that up on the surveillance camera because it's not as if someone's just dropping it out of one particular spot. So, uh, I wonder if many vehicles are getting punctures or it's just the bikes. And the other thing too is if, if there were even more tax thrown down today, you would think that this would be the one day where, you, if, if not any other day, you put down all the surveillance cameras because you know he's going to be out today. Last, yeah. last day. <coughs> and he's obviously feeling pretty good mm. that he won't get caught. Yeah. You know, more and more and more uh, confident. Yeah. Well, it's true. Thanks very much. No worries. I'm here because um, I think this is a horrible political act. In Melbourne, one of the things becoming difficult for us is the traffic gridlock. Every young man and young woman, you should explain, I'm very grey-headed, um, who rides to work is keeping a car off the road, is contributing to a better gridlock situation. Every, I've tried to take a train recently and I had to go in peak hour and I just about, I was so frightened, it was so pressured. Everyone on a bicycle riding to work isn't taking the train. And I just find it a really peculiar, horrible, ugly thing to be attacking cyclists, tweaking our fears, keeping us off our bikes when we, we could be getting healthier going on our bikes. I ride to my yoga class and I happen to be riding as the school students are going. And as the years have gone by, I've been in seeing increasing numbers skating to school on their little scooters. And this year, and only this year, I saw secondary school students riding bikes, like I did in the 1960s. So I'm here because it's a political act. How to Make Trouble and Influence People 2016 Diary will be launched at Friends of the Earth Food Co-op on Friday, November the 13th between 6 and 8pm. Join us at 312 Smith Street for speeches, readings and performances of classic Australian protest songs by Laura McFarlane and Jimmy Ratt. A benefit for Freesia and the Lost Said Ross Biological Reserve, the diary features 366 radical dates in Australian history plus dozens of images and stories. Copies will be available on the night or can be ordered via freecr.org.au. How to Make Trouble and Influence People is a FreeCR supporter. You're back listening to Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio and Community Radio 3CR 855am and digital. And you just heard a, a selection of interviews that Steve uh, did at the Yarra Boulevard or Q Boulevard yesterday for the Stop the Tax protest ride. And they included George Michelandis, Aidan McGann from Vic Rhodes, Senior Sergeant Mark Stainish from Victoria, and several local riders on the day. Now, I've really got to. Um, Really, I love the last interview. It just really, she really brought it to a T. It's it, it's public space, and this is a very perverse act. Someone out there, or people out there, really need to be brought to uh, uh, some legal attention and uh, be charged with this because it's a public space. And as you heard uh, one of the speakers in there, I think that was Aidan from Vic Roads. This is a public space, and people are allowed to use it, and we shouldn't be um, intimidated in any way whatsoever. Uh, 
apparently that's utopian to think like that as a cyclist because um, yesterday, as you would know, there was a several um, articles in the mainstream media. You know, the Age put up a reasonably well-balanced one, and then you know the other commercial newspaper known as the Herald Sun put one up, and invariably there is a certain type of comment that gets in there. Uh, I have to be very careful what I say, but uh, it, yeah, the, the victim blaming sort of thing. I think there's a level of sociopathy that comes into some of these remarks. But the, someone on one of these comments or on this article actually left an absolute cracker of a comment, and I've got to read it. The level of self-absorbed whining from a position of massive privilege you get from drivers on cycling-related issues is astonishing. This country spends billions and billions of dollars creating infrastructure for you to be able to drive your car around the country, including multi-lane roads slash freeways slash eyesores, comma, ugly safety infrastructure, petrol facilities, and so much more. This involves de facto exclusion of non-drivers from large proportions of built-up areas. Due to the inability of a large minority of drivers to obey the law, measures are put in place which cause considerable inconvenience to other citizens, e.g. barriers, speed bumps, etc. Also provided are large areas of public land for you to leave your cars, brackets, which apparently each which apparently is still not enough to keep the amount of whining about full car parks and parking tickets in brackets. To fuel your cars, we have to enter into deals with despotic regimes and ship fuel around the world at considerable risk to the environment. The pollution from your cars causes thousands of deaths per year and harm to the development of children costing billions of dollars in healthcare costs and lost working hours, as well as major environmental damage in the form of wildlife damaging water, air pollution and global warming. This is to add to the more direct form of death and injury which is actually being hit by a car which is over a thousand deaths per year annually. One of, if not the biggest cause of death in this country is inactivity cars by their hogging of public land and their danger to other citizens doing healthy, healthier activities such as walking or cycling are a major contributor to that problem. The biggest losers in this are children who have lost almost all their places to play due to cars and their drivers. So poor you, a cyclist delayed, for, delayed you for five seconds or you witnessed a cyclist running a red light. Just remember, there wouldn't be a need for red lights if car drivers were capable of operating without someone telling them where to go or, or to stop. A world without cars is a world without traffic lights. And that's Stephen, 2015. And thank you for leaving that very erudite and articulate comment, which probably incensed the traditional readership of the Herald Sun. But um, good on you. It's going to take a quick break and we're just going to have some more news and events. As world leaders meet in Paris for the United Nations Climate Summit, we, the people, will gather across Australia and march alongside people in hundreds of major cities around the world to create the largest climate rallies in history. On the evening of Friday the 27th of November, the Australian Conservation Foundation urges you to join us at the State Library of Victoria at 5.30pm. From here on in, we're all in. Australian Conservation Foundation is a 3CR supporter. Okay, quick bit of news and events. Wrenchworthy bike shed and... Uh, 
we've done a few interviews with him, with uh, Kat and uh, Sid and Danielle and yeah. Anyway, uh, they've got, well Danielle has actually put out Third Gear, a fem- Australian feminist bike scene written by women and queers. As women and people outside the gender binary, our voices are so not heard when talking about bicycling. I mean the same applies for marginalised groups who don't fit the uh, dominant paradigm of bike riders. So you know, people who people of colour, people who don't wear lycra, skinny jeans. Yeah, this is a complete 360 for what we'll listen to. But then again, you've got to understand that the cycling world is incredibly diverse and we embrace it all here at Yarrabugger Radio. So if you want to get a copy of this zine called Third Gear, go to Wrenchworthy Bike Shed, their website. I will put the link up on our podcast. And Third Gear First Edition is, uh, I think, $3.90 if you want to buy it. So a whole bunch of um, local authors have contributed their stories to that. And anyway, we've got um, shared park etiquette sessions coming up from Derribin City Council, and this is a bit of collaboration between uh, the Squeaky Wheel uh, Studio House, and I think there's some ice cream involved too. So they had a session, uh, first session was on uh, Saturday, and that was on the St George's Road shared path just near Northcote High School. And they're asking people for feedback about, um, you know, how do you engage with other path users and how can you think, you know, you can make uh, St George's Road shared path better for everyone. I could say just quickly that it'd be really good if Melbourne Water's future plans for St George's Road include uh, alternative routes for people who ride bikes or walk in the area and putting back down the vegetation because that's actually um, a very big issue in Northcote at the moment. But anyway, back to the actual shared etiquette sessions. They're working with Studio House and the Squeaky Wheel to run a program to encourage safe and considerate walking and riding on our shared paths. As part of the program, there will be a series of sessions on the St George's Road shared path. I just said that's just near where Northcote High School is. And this is inviting path users to have a conversation and develop ideas or rules for how to share the path safely. Now we just had the first session, the next one's coming up, the ne- the next three will be on Wednesday nights, the 11th, the 18th and the 25th of November and they're going to be between 5pm um, and 6.30pm. Something else coming up this Wednesday is Smoking Rollers, Roller Racing International and this is going to be up the road here at the Cosometer at uh, 484 Smith Street. Now you can either pop along and watch this. It's going to be a great lot of fun to watch. Or you can actually go and register if you want to have a crack at um, hot racing or just drink cold beers. If you have never watched a roller racing, come along and have a look. I think you really have your eyes open. It's a great deal of fun. So you can go to the spokespeople, that's all one word, .com.au, look up events, and you can have a crack at either registering or coming along and have a bit of a look. There's heaps and heaps of stuff on. There's City of Melbourne. I've got a bicycle forum on next week on Wednesday the 18th. And, oh, so much stuff on at the moment. There's Checkport Charlie ride. There's a bit more from Derribin Council about, uh, tell us what you think about the Derribin, oh, the trans, uh, Travel Smart Maps. They've been out for about 10 years and it looks like we're going to do a digital version of it. So it'd be really great if you could have a look. But if you want to find out more about that, go to yarrabug.org forward slash events. And we've got a lot of stuff up there if you want to have a look about events and the like coming up. And also subscribe to our newsletters because trying to get a bit more regular about putting these out and you know just basically sharing information that's happening around the Yarra region so we you can listen to our podcast at uh, 3cr.org forward slash podcast or yarrabug.org forward slash radio did I leave out the AU yet for 3cr it's 3cr.org dot au 
All us presenters are three, at 3CR three are volunteers, and this program and the station rely upon the financial support of our listeners. If you'd like to subscribe and make a donation, make sure you check out the website and stay tuned up next for Dirt Radio. And thank you so much today for Steve for um, going along to the protest ride yesterday and getting those interviews for us. That's great. And thank you to George for organising the rides. The second one he's done this year, and I really hope, George, you don't have to organise a second one. And we, powers that be, and the public track down these person or persons who have a perverse thing about trying to injure people using public roads. Okay, thank you so much. And up next we'll have Dirt Radio. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.